Today on the newscast is a formal peace agreement between Israel and Saudi Arabia growing closer on the very same day that Iran reopens its embassy in Saudi Arabia. Get all the breaking details on the shifting sands of the Middle East next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. As I come to you today, Tuesday, June 6th, around 1 p.m. Eastern Time, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is already on the ground in Saudi Arabia, and he is scheduled to meet at some point over the next three days. He's there until the 8th with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, MBS for short. And at the top of the list, in terms of topics that they'll be discussing, is the potential normalization of relations between Saudi Arabia and Israel. Folks, momentum seems to be building in that regard on the very day that Iran reopened its embassy in Saudi Arabia and, by the way, unveiled what it says is a hypersonic missile. We'll break it all down in a minute, but before I do, a quick reminder to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. As you can see, events, prophetic events, are unfolding so rapidly in the world's most volatile and strategic region, the Middle East, that you don't want to miss a single newscast. And by the way, we're also talking China, Russia, Great Reset, what's happening right here in the U.S. and the West and beyond, the entire geopolitical picture right here on the Watchman News Channel every day, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekend, depending on the news cycle, so be sure to subscribe. Okay, let's dig into this. Anthony Blinken on the ground in Saudi Arabia in the wake of a speech he gave yesterday, uh, Monday, June 5th, in Washington, D.C., at the annual American-Israel Public Affairs Committee Conference, APAC for short, uh, leading pro-Israel organization here in the United States. And during that speech, Blinken said that peace and a formal agreement between Israel and Saudi Arabia is in the national security interests of the United States. And he vowed to try to make that a reality and to expand the Abraham Accords. Now, of course, in August 2020, we saw the first stirrings of the Abraham Accords, which were brokered by the Trump administration when the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain uh, agreed to normalize relations with Israel. Morocco and Sudan soon followed. And if you talk to former Trump administration officials, they'll say, look, if we would have remained in office beyond 2020, the Israel-Saudi deal would have already gotten done. Benjamin Netanyahu, the current Israeli prime minister, when he came back into office in late December, we interviewed him here exclusively on the newscast and for the Watchman TV show on TBN. He said, look, one of the main items on my agenda is uh, forging an agreement between Israel and Saudi Arabia and normalizing relations between our two nations. Now it seems that suddenly the Biden administration is also on board. You have to wonder, there's a few pieces to this, folks. Uh, number one, you have to wonder if the Saudi announcement, ironically enough, yesterday, that they are prepared to cut oil production has given the Biden administration more of a sense of urgency to make nice with the Saudis. Remember, Saudi Arabia is the world's largest oil exporter. 
And number two, we see China and Russia increasingly flexing their muscle and influence. Look no further than the China broker deal back in March between Iran and Saudi Arabia that saw those two rivals normalize relations once again. So the U.S. increasingly is getting left out in the cold. Saudi Arabia, the UAE, Bahrain, the Sunni Arab nations, the Gulf nations, which are threatened by the looming Iranian Shia nuclear superpower and its proxies, they feel that they cannot rely on the United States under this current administration. More on that in a minute. But how likely is it that Saudi Arabia and Israel will come to some sort of agreement? Benjamin Netanyahu reportedly has held conversations, phone conversations with MBS in recent weeks. We know that he paid a visit in fall 2020 a short visit, but a visit nonetheless to Saudi Arabia, where he met with Mohammed bin Salman and discussed normalization. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo reportedly joined him on that trip. There has not been a very warm relationship, to say the least, between the current administration in D.C. and the Saudis. And we saw that crystallized, folks. And again, Blinken's going to try to mend those fences. Biden went to Saudi Arabia last summer didn't get very far, wanted to encourage the Saudis to up their oil production, and that didn't happen. I'm sure Blinken will make the same request, but uh, Saudi Arabia, in seeing what, in some ways what they consider the handwriting on the wall, the growing Iranian superpower, made what I feel, folks, was a deal out of a position of weakness. Again, China brokered that deal between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Those two nations had no diplomatic relations for seven years prior, and yet today we have Iran, on the very day Blinken lands in Saudi Arabia, reopening its embassy in Riyadh. Again, I said this on yesterday's newscast. By the way, if you missed that or any of our newscasts, just check it out in our archives on the homepage under newscast. They are all right there. I said yesterday, I'll say it again today, the Saudi deal with Iran and the two nations restoring diplomatic relations. Folks, it doesn't mean that Saudi Arabia is suddenly ideologically aligned with the Iranian regime. Far from it. Uh, what it does mean is that in the Saudis' view, this is a non-aggression pact. You don't attack us and we'll leave you alone. And that's the Saudis' view. And why would they come to such a deal, again, from a position of weakness? As they see Iran growing in strength and influence, driving towards the bomb, why would the Saudis want to make such a deal? It's real simple. They don't feel that they can rely on Washington, D.C. and the current administration to essentially have their backs when things really get nasty with the Iranian regime. I don't want to say it's a case if you can't beat them, join them, because again, Saudi, is not, Saudi Arabia is not lining up alongside Iran and aligning itself ideologically. And, and it doesn't share Iran's worldview with Hezbollah, Hamas, the Houthis, and all the rest. But what it does for the Saudis is to, at least in their view, buy them time and hopefully non-aggression, so to speak, on Iran's part. I don't think that the Iranian regime, needless to say, can be trusted, uh, but we shall see. In the meantime, the U.S., in Riyadh, trying to broker something between the Saudis and Israel. What do you think of all this, folks? Tomorrow, we will have a Watchman newscast live stream right here on the channel between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern time. We're going live, and I'm taking your questions. And the big question, I think, that we'll hit on tomorrow when it comes to the Saudis and Israel 
is are there prophetic implications here if a deal does get done? Now, automatically, I think of the book of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39, that war of Gog and Magog, that coming war that Ezekiel lines up where he says, look, when this, what I believe will be a Russia and Iran-led coalition that comes against Israel in what Ezekiel calls the latter days, it says that Sheba and Dedan, they protest this invasion. Many believe biblically the nations of the Arabian Peninsula, including Saudi Arabia, were counted among Sheba and Dedan, and they oppose this invasion, this attempted invasion of Israel. So very interesting there prophetically. Of course, this invasion force does not get very far, as Scripture lays out very clearly, because God Almighty intervenes in a powerful, powerful way. But we'll discuss that more on the live stream. Be sure to join us, 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Bring your questions. One last thing before we go. We told you last week that Iran was boasting that it had successfully tested a hypersonic missile, which would obviously be a game changer. Uh, Today, Iran unveiled what I would call a model of this supposed hypersonic missile. It is called the Fatah or Conqueror missile in English. The Iranian regime says it can travel at 15 uh, 15 times the speed of sound. Of course, hypersonic missiles can be mounted with a nuclear warhead. Uh, Russia says they have them and they've used them in Ukraine. China and the U.S. are working on them. North Korea says they've tested hypersonic missiles as well. A game-changing weapon, but key point, folks, the veracity, the truthfulness of Iran's claim here has yet to be seen. But we'll keep an eye on it for you until tomorrow's live stream. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.